All right. Um, so like I, <laughs> I have a very small uh, podcast. I just do it as, as a hobby as uh, you know, to express myself. But uh, also, you know, I interview other spiritual people. You know, I start with my friends and I felt inspired to, to you know, interview more people like outside of my immediate circle. And uh, I, I love The Course in Miracles. I'd like to uh, deepen my understanding of it because uh, I, yeah. I think, and I uh, watch your videos and I was really intrigued and I think you'd be uh, great at, uh, you know, answering my questions and, and for uh, my listeners, whatever few they are. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I sent you the list and, uh, but we yeah. could start with uh, one, uh, which is uh, really for me because spirituality, I, I want it to be you know, very practical. And so, how do you practically you know, apply the course in, in your daily life? What do you like you meditate? Do you pray? What? Yeah. yeah. Well, really, I think the course is teaching us to pray all the time mm. and to never, ever forget him. And I think that it's that that's the wonderful tool, really. It's like we're always forgetting. We're always mm. too busy. There's so much seemingly going on in life. And A Course in Miracles is a system whereby it's like bringing us always back to that truth and so that's why he gives us the 365 lessons mm -hmm. to keep our mind occupied with him and as he teaches you know the more and more really you do the lessons the more and more you are going to be with me and so i actually think it's a desire to want to be with him so for example before we started the podcast i'm sitting there and saying this is all for you i just want to um, express what you want, want um, to share through me and really, really handing this over. So in any, in any given moment, it's always an opportunity to, to I say, stay with me, you know, mm. just stay with me and um, let you lead the way because I, I do not know. So it's a very humbling way of being. I see you kind of like, uh, like surrendering. Say exactly. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So a good, a, good, a good prayer to always start for me is help. Mm. He says in the course, he said, if you knew how much help you needed, you would ask for it. Mm. And so in any given situation, it's like, help me. Help me to be me. Mm. Has there been maybe a, a situation in your life where you, you asked uh, the Holy Spirit for help and it happened? Like, you're like, wow, I can't believe like, this happened. Oh yeah, so many times. <laughs> He's looked after me <laughs> a great deal. Um, one, one, one example was, is um, when I very first got into the Course in Miracles, I was into um, Buddhism in the, and Hinduism. I was more into mm. those sorts of things. And then the Course in Miracles came along and I knew that like that was my pathway. I just felt it in my heart that that was the speed up for me. And the thing was, is I was looking for silent retreats, but um, I didn't want to do the Buddhist ones because of the teachings and it was, go, it was a little bit different than what the course was. <laughs> and there was nothing really turning up. And this one day I get an email through um, from, from Living Miracles actually saying, oh, there's a um, gathering which was about four hours away from my house. And my cousin was actually getting married right where this um, event was mm. so I thought wow this is perfect timing maybe I'll be able to go to this yeah. event because I probably wouldn't have traveled the four hours normally 
So I just messaged them and said, hey, listen, I can only come for half a day because I've actually got a wedding. They said, yeah, sure, come along. So I go along and it was like, before then I would feel nervous about going somewhere new or that mm. I didn't know, know where I was going. And when the lady told me the address, I actually knew where it was because I'd actually been camping in that area before. Mm. And I was like, oh, I know where it is. So it's like everything was, was pointing me in that direction. So I get to, I get to the event and um, the lady greets me and she says, I know who you are. This was her first word to me. I know who you are. And we had this big hug and it was absolutely beautiful. So when we got talking, she said to me, so where do you live? And at the time I was living in England. I said, I actually live just outside Petersfield. She said, oh my God, I was born just outside Petersfield. And I was like, wow. So there's like all these synchronicities were just like happening. Yeah. And um, so um, the gathering began and it was for about two hours, the, 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 fir the first talk, and then we had lunch. And um, the teacher at the time, I'd sat down to start having lunch with everybody. And she came over to me because she, the group had been together for some days um, and I'd come just on this, this, this half a day. So she came over, introduced herself. She said, oh, thank you so much for coming. I said, yeah, nice to meet, nice to meet you. And we just had a normal sort of conversation. And then she's turned around to me and says, oh, by the way, we have a um, silent 14 day silent retreat coming up in Finland. And it was like my ears pricked up and I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And I said, I'm definitely going. She said, yeah, I feel, I feel that you're going to be there. So she um, gives me all the details and it was actually really expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, wow, I don't know whether I can afford this. It was in my money. It was three thousand five hundred pounds, mm. um, and it was like, wow, included. That was including everything, flights mm. and everything like that, and then fourteen days silence. And I just felt like I was going. I just really felt it in my heart. And I stayed in contact with the lady who was Jenny, and she said, "Yeah, I really feel feel, feel you coming." And then about two weeks later, I ended up. Um, this which never happens. Normally my mum and dad always invite me to their house. I never go unannounced. And this one day I'd been praying all day long and I just thought, I'm just gonna go and visit them out of the blue. It just felt mm. like in my heart. And I went to go and visit them and I ring on the door and they're surprised to see me and say, hello, oh, it's good to see you. Mm. And um, so I go in and um, my dad had just given, my dad about three months before had given my sister some money and they wanted to give me some money but at the time I was very filled with pride so often I would always say I don't need your money I've got my own money and they always felt there was always this sort of gray area so they were plucking up the courage to ask me as to to give me this gift so when I sit down my dad says I've got this gift for you and with that my eyes sort of like up I go wow thank you and he's like completely shocked that I'm just taking this gift now. And I undo the um, envelope and it's a check for £3,500. Uh, wow. And I said, so they don't know anything that I'm doing. And I go, it's a miracle. <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, you're happy. What's got into you? Is there something you want to do? I said, yeah, I'm going on a 14 day silent retreat. And they said, oh, wonderful. We're so happy that you're putting this towards something. So I just, I just, I just couldn't believe that this was, mm. that this gift was given. 
and but I just knew that I was going to go, but I just didn't know how it was going to happen. Mm. And so that actually happened. And actually, the, the, the best part of this whole story actually is, is this was the moment that actually changed my life forever. Because this is um, on that retreat after about eight days is when I experienced the love of God. I was literally, um, with the, the retreat center was on two floors and it was in the evening now, bearing in mind it's in silence. So everybody was in bed and I'd been at the top and I was just walking down to go to my room. And with that, this power just hit me out of nowhere. This energy was just surrounding me and it was this love that was just pouring out of me. And it was like uncontainable. It was completely and utterly immense. And it was like overwhelming. I just didn't know what to do with it really. And I managed to sort of walk to my room and um, I was in there and I just didn't know what to do. But in the main prayer room, um, I, I noticed that there was a guy there and he seemed that he wasn't doing very good. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to walk around. And I'm going to go and see him. So I walk around and go and see him. And this energy is just around me. It is so strong. This presence is just overwhelming me. And this guy was seemingly going through something. He was on his knees. So all I did is I went up behind him and I put my hand on the back of his um, shoulder mm. and I just closed my eyes and I just said, please, Lord, give this man the love of th th this experience. I, and I felt unworthy of it, to be honest. I thought, please, he seems like he deserves it more than me. And I put my hand on him and he literally went into the same experience as me. He was actually my roommate and I actually had to carry him to my room and he was lying down on his bed and he was just sharing with me. There's just so much love. There's just so much love. And he was just in this experience and we just, I, I was able to share this experience with him. And this lasted for several days pretty strongly. And then over, over about two months, it sort of, it sort of like mm. waned off. But, in that moment at the end of the, the retreat, that was when I handed over completely mm. my life. And I knew that this love that the Course in Miracles teaches that, you know, as your podcast says, agape mm. love, I knew that agape love was completely and utterly real. I'd been completely and utterly convinced. Mm. And now it was time to hand over my life and follow God completely. And yeah, it seemed like it was, you were guided there. You didn't like yeah. you know, each step of the way. Exactly. Yeah, it was wow. completely effortless. That, wow, that is crazy. I didn't even know what was going to happen. Yeah, I didn't even know any of it from the start to the finish. You just got like a, a small chunk of it, how it all sort of unfolded. And, you know, just from that email of like an event that was near mm -hmm. my cousin's wedding to um, experiencing the love of God. <laughs> hey, wow, that is that's crazy to say the least. Um, and <laughs> would, you, would you say that was like your awakening? Or what it like there's that word thrown in spirituality awakening, but is that what you consider awakening or enlightenment or uh, I think it was an opening. I would mm. call it an opening mm. to the unraveling of mm. what was happening. It was a gift from God that helped me see, okay, listen, uh, in, in actual fact, what happened was before that is a year before once I started reading actually about agape love and I just thought, I really want to experience this. This seems like completely otherworldly. 
And this seems like a really, really worthy cause to, to put my life into. And I actually, that was my prayer because at the time I was thinking, what is my life all about? And I thought, well, to experience this unconditional love for everything mm -hmm. and everyone seems like a good way of, of, of um, setting up my life. And so a year later, that's when, the, that's, that's when mm -hmm. this love of God came. And so it was that deep, deep prayer inside. I really need to know this if I'm going to follow this completely and utterly fully. And so it gave me the courage to completely and utterly um, follow that. So I felt like it was, a, it was a huge doorway, that's for sure, that opened up, that has now given me the courage mm -hmm. to continue to face um, the, the, the fear in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, you kind of answered already my, my second question about how you found the course and how to change oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that kind of uh, brings my next point. So I have a, a problem when someone asks me, like, what are you? Are you Christian? Are you Catholic? And I usually say the, the you know, spiritual, but not religious. Yeah. And people just, yeah. they, that's, that means so much. And yeah. uh, one, one time I said that and the guy said, oh, so you're agnostic. No, that doesn't mean that. So, yeah. what, what, when someone goes up to you and asks, uh, "What are you?" Uh, what do you say to them? <laughs> so, if I'm asked that question directly, yeah, like, what do you believe, or you know, what, what, what yeah. do I believe? Yeah. I say, I, I, I don't, I don't even say I'm spiritual. I don't even say any, mm -hmm. any, any, any of those things. I just, uh, I would say something like, "What do I believe?" I say, "I believe in oneness. I believe that we're." all connected and there's something far greater than what we um, can see. And I believe in this love, um, this unconditional love um, that connects us all. I mean, obviously, because I can say that because I've had the experience of it. So I, th I think it's when you have the experience, you just talk from, 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 from your experience, really. That's the kind of best thing to do from the experience that you've had, share that experience. And I just say, yeah. I know that there is an experience beyond all of us that um, connects us. But if it was someone who I knew was only just asking me, they weren't completely and utterly interested, then I probably wouldn't even share that. Okay. Because there's just no point. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're opening a can, a can of worms. Yeah. yeah, I'm just opening up a can of worms here. If it's more prerogative, like, okay, yeah. what, do, what, what do you believe? Okay. I'd say, I don't believe in anything. Uh -huh. I would just keep it very, very simple. But if I feel there's the curiosity there from, mm -hmm. the, from, 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 from the person, then, then, then I have all the time in the world for them. Okay, I see what you mean. But I, but I very rarely speak to strangers about what I do. It's mm. just, it's, it's, it's always, you know, I, th mm. I think on this journey, we have these sort of encounters and you, and you, and you feel that. Mm. You feel when it feels right to share. It's kind of discernment, isn't it? It's like, oh, maybe this, is, this feels right. Maybe it doesn't. But do you ever, like, I don't know, come across like a, an atheist? Do you try to like expl explain it or... No, no, no. Okay, it's not not worth the the effort. No, I I just feel it's up to everyone, isn't it? I don't want to put I don't want to push anything onto mm. on 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 onto anyone. Yeah. I don't I don't mm. I don't feel he's right and I'm wrong. Or you mm. know, it's like mm. it's nothing. It's like well, but what I saw actually, I had this beautiful experience once. I I went to San Diego. Um, from Me I was in Mexico mm -hmm. and we have to do flights in and out. We can be here for six months and come, and come back to cross the border. 
and I was um, I, I, I was on my own. I had to just do my in and out my, to get my six months visa. Mm. And I was sitting in this coffee shop and I was noticing, and because I'm living in um, a spiritual community, like I don't, don't go out much. I don't kind of socialize in, 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 in the world as I did. So now I'm sort of out in the world mm. and I'm watching everybody so busy and that's been completely different than what my life had been. Mm. And I'm seeing all the businessmen walking, I'm seeing um, women pushing their prams, I'm seeing people jogging in their, in, in their um, sports and mm. gear, um, people rushing to all these different places. And I was sitting there and I was having a coffee and I was sitting there saying, where are they all going? Oh. What? What are they doing? I was just sitting there thinking, what are they doing? Yeah. Where are they all going? Why, why are we so busy? And as I was looking at them, the answer came to me and it said, everybody is going home. Everybody is going in the right direction. And in that moment, it was like everything's, it was like, He's going in the right direction. He's doing his business. He's doing whatever. That's the most important thing right now. She's mm -hmm. pushing her, pushing. Mm -hmm. Everybody's moving exactly in the direction. Really I see, yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Um, and that that kind of goes into my my next question. Uh, you know, a lot of. A lot of people, like when they ask you what you are, what your beliefs, they'll ask you maybe, what is the meaning of life? And yeah. maybe your understanding of the course teaches us the meaning of life. Well, if someone would ask you that, like, what would you say, like the meaning yeah. of life right now? Why, why are we here? What, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, I, but I, I think the Course in Miracles teaches that the, really the meaning of this life is to become the dreamer of the dream, mm -hmm. to recognize that it's a dream. That's kind of the bottom line. That's the function of all of the lessons and everything is bringing us to the sense that we are actually dreaming, mm -hmm. that this is an illusion and that we are dreaming a dream of dreams and that nothing can hurt us and that we are um, actually experiencing love all of the time. Mm -hmm. And so our, the, our task in seeming life is to experience this love all of the time and then to share that. That's what I believe that everybody's meaning is. And I think deep down inside, everybody feels that on some sort of level, but in, in, in many, many different ways. But equally, it's just that one thing that we all want to experience that love of one another. Mm. Okay. Okay, I gotcha. Uh, and for me, when you say like dreaming, uh, be, like we're the dreamers of the dream, it yeah. really reminds me of uh, lucid dreaming. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you aware of that practice? Uh, yeah. And have you tried, tried doing that? Um, yeah, I have. I actually, I, I did do it once. <laughs> it just naturally happened to me. I don't know how it happened. I got up. I, I used to have afternoon naps quite frequently. This was this was before the course and I literally lay down on my bed and it was as if I got I completely and utterly got up and I went out and it was as if I went out into the into the world. I went and done things and I came back and it was as if I, I entered back into my body and then I'd and I'd actually gone out and I'd actually had something to eat during the the lucid dreaming. Mm. And when I came back into my body, it was as if that experience had actually happened. But I realized that I was just on my bed and I was like, what the hell just <laughs> happened? 
I like didn't feel hungry either. And I was like, did that really happen or not? And I'm still lying on my bed. And I remember mm-hmm. having an afternoon nap. So that was the closest I've come. And I did try okay. to practice it once before, tried to do it, but it never happened. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I actually uh, recently had a lucid dream where I did ask uh, the dream, like, show me, embellish, oh, yeah. embellish me with God's love. Yeah. Everything turned into gold. It was. Wow. And that's never happened. Everything was gold. Wow. It was joy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it was quite an experiment, uh, experience. Uh, maybe not like what you had with the retreat, but uh, that's the closest thing I could say I experienced. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what, yeah, so. I feel it. That's wonderful. Have, have you had those experiences before where you can talk in your dream? And you can sort of change things, or have you? Is it if you experienced that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I tried, you know, getting more into uh, like as an actual practice, and I started getting better. Yeah. Um, I could like change, oh, nice. I could teleport, yeah. fly. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. All right. And uh, going back a little bit to the the course, so the, you said yeah. the three hundred and sixty-five lessons. That's yeah, quite a bit. Was there? Was yeah. there? any lesson that you just really need time to think over and be like what really like yeah. any, anything like that like, well I, have you done the lessons yourself yes when i, yeah. I first started um but yeah I, I never went back i kind of regret because i was like oh man another 365 yeah yeah yeah, I think, uh, well, many, many lessons mm. I didn't understand at all. Uh, and really what he teaches is he teaches that it's not understanding that you want, mm-hmm. it's an experience. Yeah. And so each lesson is to bring you to the experience. And once you have the experience, then you will understand. So, of course, it's completely and utterly the opposite to the world's learning. It's like, OK, I'm going to understand it and then I'm going to get it and then I can share it. Mm. But this is completely different. He says, no, you don't have to understand it. It's just simply by doing the lessons mm-hmm. as best as you can without trying to make them any different. Just do them as they've been laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll then bring about the experience. But yeah, wow, so many lessons. I've gone, I've gone around the lessons three times now. And each time I, I, I do them, it's, it's something, I get something very, very different from it. And it's like, wow, I never... I, it's like it's like you read it the first time where you're at then you read it the second time where you're at and then the third time and i think that's what the course of miracles really is it's many grasp it in intellectual terms it is more of that experience and really each time you go around it's taking another layer mm-hmm. off of what you were believing before and really and truthfully, it's coming, it's coming down to humbleness and really all of the lessons are teaching you that you don't know and to allow the one that does know to come into your life. Really, that's how you could sum up the, all of the lessons. Like letting go of the part that wants to, to control everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, three, three times. That's okay. That's... And and so and you feel different from the first yeah to three years. How, oh yeah. How is your state of mind now? Do you, 
Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, I feel that it has given an inner strength. Mm. Um, it has given me um, a contentment. Mm-hmm. Um, a very it's, it's, it's an inner contentment that I didn't have before. Mm. Um, and, uh, another part, for instance, uh, that, that is my... Uh, the, the, the bit that I'm so grateful for for the Course in Miracles was I would experience loss, rejection, um, abandonment. Very, mm. I'd find it very, very difficult. They were particular emotions that I really found it very, very difficult to deal with. I didn't like the experience of rejection mm. and abandonment and loss. And through through praying and through doing the, doing the lessons over time it's like i don't experience that in the way that i did it's like Mm. so sort of far removed whereby what i think what happens is you feel much much more connected to everything and as you do that you realize that 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 you you can't lose anything and you can't be rejected i'm not saying that 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 is completely and utterly healed in my own mind but it feels Mm -hmm. like out of everything it's like this huge chunk it's like I can't even believe I'm here. I can't even believe I'm not suffering in the, in, in the way that I, that, that I was. So that's been a complete and a gift to my mind. Yeah, that's what I think attracted me to the, to the course. It's very practical, like mind training uh, exactly. to, to deal with those things. And now uh, for me, I feel like the course uh, is my rock. Like whenever yeah. I have an upset, I always go to the course or I, I do Spiri uh, sometimes. Yeah when it's very bad, but <laughs> yeah. it really helps. Um, yeah. And so, and, and so, uh, but we're still human and I bet from time to time you might have an upset. Uh, and how do you go back to that peace yeah. of mind? Well, do you yeah. have a ritual? Do you write? What, what do you do? Well, first of all, I pray. Really, mm-hmm. I, I I've never been much much of a writer. I I, I do I do I do do that at times, mm-hmm. but it's very sort of rare that, that that I do that. And I'm not discounting that because I know I know many friends who just love to write, and that's super mm-hmm. that's super super helpful for them. So of course we're all we're we're all different in that way as to what helps. Um, so for instance, if I have a big grievance that I'm finding it really really difficult, and the emotions are high. First of all, I will go back and I will sit in meditation. I will sit in prayer and I will just let that, I will just let my, I just allow myself to be completely with the emotions. And what I do is I try not to get into the story of what's happening because of course the ego wants to make either myself wrong, myself right, the other right, the other wrong. And so it has, it's, it wants to come in and make, and make a story out of it, doesn't it? And what I, what, what I do is I actually try and the story can happen if, if it wants to, but mm. I'm wanting to remove myself from that and just really, I'm, I'm mainly actually focusing on how, how, how it's actually making me feel. And what I'm doing is, is I'm saying to myself, I don't know the answer. I don't mm. know the answer to this because of course, naturally we want to think, okay, how mm. can I put this right? That's what mm. we've been taught, haven't mm. we? So we think, how can I make this better? Or what could I have done differently? And instead of doing any of that, I try and step back and just be with exactly as I am. And I'm opening myself up to say, I don't know. I don't know what the answer to this is. I need, I, I, I need help. Um, and that will be my prayer. 
and then say like it hasn't cleared say like it's like i feel better in my mind but yet i'm still feeling the emotion it's still there it's not it's, mm. it's, it's not cleared i i love to i love to listen to the to the lessons i'm not i'm not specifically doing them doing them in in order or anything mm. but often what happens to me is he gives me a lesson to use mm. you know so it might be um for instance the other week um he had me and he said um he said to me actually at lesson 196 and i know lesson 196 and it is mm. it can be but myself i crucify and it was exactly mm. i was being hard on myself and i was like oh this is the perfect mm. lesson and then i'm I actually like to listen. I find it better to listen than I than I do to read. And so, first of all, I will I will I will listen to it like over and over again. I will listen to it, and then actually, probably if it's still there the next day, I will yeah. read. I will read the lesson. I will go through it like that, and just really taking it in and be like, okay, he's given me a lesson. He's given me this lesson to work through it, and that 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 pretty much always works for me. But if it gets really bad and it's just like it's still mm. not, then I will join with a brother. I will join with someone on it mm. and I will share all my thoughts to release it mm. to the Holy Spirit. Mm. So if you've got a trusted companion that you feel is open to mm. just hold the space and what we do for one another, we don't really, really respond to the person. We just join in the prayer together and the person holds the space for the other mm. just to really, really let it up and let it go. And then once that's over, we, we, we say thank you and we trust that the prayer has been answered. So really, we don't get into trying to solve the problem, seeming problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's so cool because I, I actually do that too. And I, when there's an upset, I go on the course. And I, yeah. I do feel guided, like pe- turn to page 64. Yeah. Like, I always find something like, oh. Yeah. And it's really cool then. Um, well, uh, I uh i think that's that's good for today i don't want to yeah. take too much of your time but thank you so much kenneth um uh thank you so much for taking the time and i really feel uh, i would say enlightened <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you so much adam I, I i wanted to say thank you to you you know for really inviting me on it feels like such an honor and just as i was sort of like praying I, it just felt so beautiful to 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 connect with you in this way. So I was really looking forward to that. And I just love the title of your uh, podcast. And as I was sitting in meditation before, I thought agape love. And I just thought that is just such a wonderful title. I wish I'd have thought of that for myself. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so thank you so much. Okay. There's nothing quite better than joining in this agape love. Thank you. Thank you again. Um, uh, I wish you well. Uh, and uh, keep uh, doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I usually say, uh, take care and God bless. At the end, yeah, God bless you, Adam. God bless.